Well, first of all, everybody uses these words in their own way. So if one person says soul, another person says soul, what they mean is not necessarily the same. It's usually not going to be the same. And most people who use these words don't really know what they mean themselves. They can only explain it a little bit. Uh, the question really is what what is the anatomy of the total of, of the total self? <laughs> if you know what the total self is, you'll know what can be called soul or spirit. And so, uh, in the sense of mind body spirit complex, Ra is talking about a threefold division of the self. Body is 3D physical, but also some 3D non-physical aspects of body, uh, yellow ray shell, and so Ra's, there are certain time-space aspects of the 3D body that are not physical. Uh, mind, you know, is, is all the functions of consciousness and awareness and, and thought formation. And uh, spirit is associated with... Um, you know, the least distorted portions of, of the total self. Now, if the total self is seven-dimensional, and so we have seven chakras that are associated with seven energy fields, we can say that some of those energy fields can be more associated with mind and some with body and some with spirit. Uh, commonly, I've thought about the spirit complex as associated with the energy fields associated with six or seven chakra. But every chakra has seven subplanes and seven, seven, seven. It goes on and on. So you can say that um, chakras six and seven are associated with spirit complex, and six and seven subplanes of chakras one, two, three, four, five are also associated with spirit complex. In that case, spirit simply is used to indicate. Um, uh, energy fields that are associated with the source of consciousness <laughs> or energy fields that provide the structure by which there is con a mind okay so you you know you're getting very subtle into philosophy here if you want to say what the spirit energy field is it's not the same as mind but it provides the basis for mind it's perhaps um, uh, the very function of sentience or awareness that allows mind to occur okay it's prior to mind that's a, a common usage of spirit for spirit complex to call an entity a spirit most people mean non-physical being any non-physical being is generally meant by a spirit like in the, the thing we just read right the spirits are called here being used for 3d humans on the astral plane well <laughs> there are all sorts of other things happening on the astral plane and then there are etheric beings that if they were contacted by somebody would be called a spirit by people who use it that way uh, but there's also something called higher self <laughs> and so uh, higher self if you contacted higher self and you think of it as, a, as an entity you could say that's a spirit um, on the other hand um there's there's not a lot of rigor in how people are using the word spirit. In terms of what is the of the self, the self has seven energy fields. 
is therefore seven-dimensional, has three uh, nexi of um, basic awareness. And so there's the conscious mind, uh, which is associated with mind-body-spirit complex. There's higher self as a sub-logos. And there's the seven-dimensional totality complex, which is the resource for higher self. Um, In all of that, there's also an aspect of the reincarnating mind-body-spirit complex that it persists over multiple lifetimes but is not the same as higher self. In my understanding, that would be that's how I use the word soul. <clears throat> I use the word soul to indicate um, that portion of the mind-body-spirit complex or very close to the, what, how Ra uses the term significator of mind-body-spirit. The integration of the significators uh, as <clears throat> what receives distilled love light from the spiritual work done by all the cell, by all of, of an entity's reincarnational experience, learning over a lifetime. Where is that held? Um, it's not held in my physical body. It persists after the body. It's not held in my phys- in my mind either, because obviously I'm not conscious of all the development. Um, of this lifetime or any lifetime or the series of lifetimes that led up to now. Obviously, I'm not conscious of it. It's You can say that's held in the deep mind. Where is the deep mind? It's obviously not connected to the body or not tied only to the body. It persists after the body dies. It's associated with, I would say, um, the spirit complex of the mind-body-spirit complex that is not itself the higher self but is a portion of the higher self, but it's something greater than the conscious mind or body of a certain incarnation. So you've got the experience of a single incarnation, a mind-body-spirit complex in incarnation. The the sense of self is associated with the conscious mind. Um, Whatever I am today is is the present manifestation of a karmic stream. Uh, the nature of that karmic stream is not available to be fully known by the conscious mind, unless, you know, you're a super adept. However, that karmic stream is not the same as higher self. Higher, it, it exists as a, ta- as a thread in the tapestry of higher self. It's, it's an element of the totality of higher self. But there is a distillation that happens after any, every incarnation for a mind-body-spirit complex that is not... Um, that is held uh, distinct from the uh, dis- as a distinct element of the totality of higher self, or the totality of our seven-dimensional self. So it gets very complicated. So I call that soul the repository of distilled love light from multiple incarnations of a mind-body-spirit complex, which is not the same as the totality of the seven-dimensional self, within which there is a higher self center point which is not the same as that soul or that repository of multiple incarnations as well. So the the essential beingness of the mind-body-spirit complex could be called soul. And higher self is higher self. <laughs> I don't use the word spirit because it's too vague. But as spirit complex, we're talking about energy fields associated with higher chakras and subplanes of chakras associated with six and seven. Uh, but if you look at the raw material, and you just, you know, you can learn a lot by yourself here. Just search for the word soul. And so there are 11, 
I'll send the link. There are 11 results. In the first case, 2622, Ra talks about the integration of soul or spirit complex uh, during transition from space time to time space in terms of the nuclear blast survivors that their spirit complex was not destroyed. But there, there's an equivalence between soul and spirit complex. Next, 5415, Ross talking about uh, chakra energy activation without the beauty that's possible through disciplines of disciplines and appreciations of personal energies, or what you may call the deeper personality or soul identity. The soul identity is associated with deeper personality. What do you mean, deeper personality? <laughs> it's not of one incarnation. Well, Ra talked about higher self as um, a magical personality. Krishna is called a divine personality. So the persona, the personhood experience ends at higher self. Higher self is the last persona, and it's a magical persona, uh, but it's the end of personhood in the octave, in my experience. <laughs> my understanding uh, so a deeper personality or soul identity in this case I think is the personal the personality of higher self which is unique and has a selfhood it's not an essential selfhood and it's apparent selfhood but it is some kind of ahamkara, ahamkaric product of a sense of self 47.15 Ra talks about uh, the newly dead um, being uh, offered a perspective, uh, the newly dead soul, meaning entity, being offered a perspective and uh, a place to view, do life review from the indigo body, from higher self. So there's a difference between the person who died uh, as a soul, or the you know metaphysical aspect of the person, distinct from higher self and indigo body. Mind is oh. not a being. And spirit complex is not a being. No, the mind, uh, the mind is a complex. The spirit is a complex. In the way Ra uses it, there's a difference between mind or spirit as a vehicle, which is an equipment of the seven-dimensional self, or equipment of the mind-body-spirit complex entity, but not an entity or an agent. So. Uh, the Logos, <clears throat> you can say that higher self uses, higher self is the agent, higher self is the entity that is using or experiencing the vehicles of mind-body-spirit complex, in which mind is a complex system associated with different chakras um, that uh, has certain functions. Likewise, spirit in that usage is a vehicle of higher self as a portion of the mind-body-spirit complex that has certain functions in the totality of the mind-body-spirit complex and therefore under the direction or, or associated with higher self as another vehicle of its expression and experience. Well, transformation of mind is transformation of mind. There is spiritualization of mind, which is an integration between mind complex and spirit complex. Spiritualization of mind is not, an, is not a change of the entity. It's a change in the entity's functions of its vehicles you're not letting go of anything <laughs> there isn't letting go letting go is a, also a very sloppy yeah. term <laughs> nothing is let go of 
what's happening is that <laughs> thought is not arising and awareness is freer to recognize what is. No, it's not that simple. The, the sense of self is a conglomerate or a composite. Ahamkara, right, as a self-fashioning. Um, very much like what we talked about before with um, whatever this is, Bhagavadita, I forgot the word. <laughs> but uh, whatever that was, um, there are ele- there's an element, uh, the sense of self is fed by the totality of the seven-dimensional self, vehicles and functions functions of its vehicles. So, mind-body-spirit complex, as the incarnate aspect of the totality of self, or as a as one incarnate aspect or uh, expression of the total seven-dimensional self, has a sense of self based on body and mind and spirit. When there's increased spiritualization of mind, there's still a sense of self. But the sense of self, I mean, sense of self is not ended until you leave the octave, really. I mean, a higher self experiences unified self, <clears throat> and or self as light, as unity, as all is one. That's still a sense of selfhood. That um, any remaining sense of selfhood isn't dropped by anybody but uh, a fourth stage awakened being, which is really one who's seventh density, eighth density, or you know, completed the path. So spiritualization of mind is just um, an increased um function allow is an increased seeing uh represents increased functionality of mind where there's greater seeing of what is um seeing is not the same as the fashioning of mind mind seeing or revealing is 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 a kind of spiritualization of mind uh, at that point though there's still a sense of self <laughs> it's just a more spiritualized or expanded sense of self or less physically identified, or therefore less physically, less attached to material desires or material seeking. But there's still a sense of self. So, uh, as the mind is increasingly spiritualized with faith, but not only faith, and particularly by insight. I mean, the real means by which mind is spiritualized is uh, successive awakenings. And that's not just the four stages of awakening in Buddhism, but any contact with intelligent infinity or any um, accessing um, of six chakra, six and seventh chakra activity by the mind complex. They're not the same. That's why Ross said mind, body, spirit, body, mind, spirit. They're three aspects of function of this expression of the higher self. But the sense of self pervades the whole system the whole seven-dimensional selfhood or seven-dimensional bodies, seven-dimensional energy fields, chakras, bodies, uh, its totality still uh, retains a sense of self. It's just that um, as we do meditation and we're um, experiencing uh, many insights, actually, many um successive droppings of mental process or mental uh, self, you know, form identifications. I am body, I am mind, I am these thoughts, I am my feelings. All those identifications um, are weakened by increasing samadhi and meditation and, and sila, by, you know, not sila, but sati, mindfulness and um, insight. 
weakens and weakens uh, the attachments to body-mind identification or the attachments to body and mind that are associated with identification with body and mind. Those are weakened. But there's still a sense of self. So if you say a spirit, you're talking about an entity. If you're talking about spirit complex, then we're talking about uh, fields of the mind-body-spirit complex that are associated with um, higher dimensional life, basically, and um, reality beyond mental fashioning. Well, I think you're... Um, the, first, the, the first point is that mind-body-spirit complex is not three, it's one. It, the three is one. So, this of the seven-dimensional self, these three points, mind-body-spirit complex, higher self, and totality complex and seven density, these three nodal points of awareness in the seven-dimensional self um, is really one. <clears throat> it's one uh, true simultaneity. <laughs> it's one life with one awareness that has that that can be differentiated to different nodal points with their limited awareness and so you can say that that <clears throat> mind gets this from spirit uh or mind is spiritualized or there's a greater linkage between mind and spirit but really it's a it's a progressive dissolution of um distortions produced by mind that lead us to an experience of body, mind, and spirit as three distinct uh, aspects or elements. I mean, ultimately, mind, body, spirit complex is one life or one field. Uh, and so, <clears throat> uh, along the way, one uh, making certain differentiations, this is from spirit and this is from mind, I don't think is very helpful, frankly. Uh, it, there, there's um, gradual uh, dissolving of the separate experience of body, mind, spirit uh, along the path, and then in, in 3D, and then uh, in the higher dimensional experience at the level of higher self, eventually and beyond, uh, these three aspects of the seven dimensional self are known as one: the mind, body, spirit complex, Atman, and seven dimensional complex known as ones well i think it's not that important to um analyze particular experiences in mind to determine if this is um you know it, its particular relation to spirit complex um, the the path is increasing spiritualization of mind and increasing unification of the experience of mind body spirit and increasing freedom from personal bias and personal distortion for all of us. <clears throat> um, uh, the higher complex, you know, a, a measure of how well any complex is, or, or a measure of uh, overall development of mind-body-spirit complex is going to be, uh, to some degree, associated with how clearly um, uh, we can see the 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 other complexes, meaning, it's not a good way of putting it, but um, our common development of mind, <clears throat> the common um, not highly potentiated mind complex, conscious mind not so highly potentiated, 
is aware of body and mind, right? I'm aware I have a body, or I think there's this thing here called, a, I call it my body. And then I'm aware that, that there is this mind thinking function that's distinct. <clears throat> and I'm a person different from you as a person. So our point of awareness is midway in the mind. So we're aware of body and mind. When there's greater spiritualization of mind, one is more aware uh, of levels of mind because one's perspective is more in the spirit complex. And then one is more operating from fifth, from sixth chakra than from four or five. So when we're operating more from fourth and fifth chakra, <clears throat> we're aware of body and deeper self-understanding of personal psychology and deeper understanding of personal spiritual development even. But uh, there may still be a strong attachment to identification, attachment to mind, meaning <clears throat> identification of selfhood as body-mind. When one really knows, I am not this mind, this mind is not me. When one really knows that, one, that knowing comes from um, the point of consciousness being more associated with spirit complex than the mind complex. One is no longer... <clears throat> operating mainly from from blue green but more so from indigo blue green when one's operating more so from indigo blue green one is aware uh i am th this whole mind is a vehicle this mind is a vehicle just as much as the body is a vehicle so the body is the vehicle <clears throat> for me uh my mind myself in the physical world the body mind is a vehicle Likewise, um, of spirit, or of me, knowing that me, you know, th this is the rising point of awareness, me as non-physical, or me as physical, non-physical, metaphysical blend, uh, is not the mind as well. And then eventually one can realize that the whole seven-dimensional self is a vehicle of the logos. Then one is in logoic consciousness or logoic identification. So uh, where where the, the, the point of the relative point of the progressively rising point of identification um, is able to perceive uh, lower or prior levels uh, prior or lower levels of the vehicle of the total self or prior complex complexes complices of development. So identification as personality, I am aware of body and some level of mind. Uh, when <clears throat> the person really is seated in I am that I am, um, or more so in six chakra activation, one is very quite, quite aware that this mind is not I either. And all um, personality patterns <clears throat> are some blend of clarity and distortion um, that have been added on uh, over the centuries by me, um, who is not simply body-mind, who is greater than that. And then one can realize that one is the source of mind-body-spirit complex, not simply um, the beingness <clears throat> that the, the spirit complex experiencing mind-body, uh, I am <laughs> that I am, um, experiencing uh, phenomena through the vehicle of mind-body-spirit complex. The whole thing is a, is a vehicle. So 
it's sort of a measure of um, how evolved a, a, a being is as to how, uh, how much they've disidentified from prior complexes, <laughs> from lower density or uh, more dense, or not more dense, but more coarse, more gross uh, complexes. So eventually the person, you know, so progressively the person first <clears throat> lives like an animal, then they live like a personality with a body, then they live as an adept who is aware that I am not body or mind, and then they're living as, a, you know, unified beingness or higher self, um, aware that, that my body and spirit, the whole thing is a vehicle. And then eventually one can live at the logoic point or with logoic identification, knowing that the totality of the seven-dimensional vehicles, the uh, seven-dimensional self, the seven energy bodies of the seven dimensions is itself uh, a, a part of the equipment and not, not the agent. So you get, you get the sequence there? Yeah, the next level of freedom is knowing that this body and the mind uh, and the personality are all uh, vehicles or portions of the equipment. And that um, I'm neither this body and I'm not, nor am I this mind. That doesn't mean that I'm not responsible for it. I'm responsible for it. But um, it is not I. It is uh, clothing worn by I. But, but first we distinguish and separate in order to unify and combine. So the alchemical process is, which is a, a metaphor for the spiritual development process, spiritual path, uh, begins um, with clear distinguishing or separating, uh, recognizing distinction. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you see, the, the problem really is, I, I mean, which is most common, is identification with mind. And so one, one can distinguish, one can, when, when whether it is or your case or not, um, when there's heavy identification with mind or personality, then it would be harder to distinguish um, spirit complex from mind complex. Um, absolutely, as you say, uh, true intuition it arises out of the spirit complex and it's distinct from personal generated thought and that's the difference between thinking and knowing or seeing and therefore knowing seeing what is and knowing what is distinguished from uh, thinking about and calculating and figuring out what I think is so thinking about what is is distinct from seeing what is and thereby knowing and that's I think a distinction between spirit complex activity and mind complex activity spirit complex activity is not thinking it's knowing and seeing and being or being which is uh, which allows a seeing that leads to knowing without thinking that's of spirit complex while thinking and calculating or figuring things out and, and fashioning is of the mind complex. Yeah, it's, it's an, I mean, you'll know that you're more centered in spirit complex when you're more um, aware of the experience of being. And uh, being is not the same as doing. It's the being that does. 
but being, non-doing being. The experience of non-doing being um, is an experience of, of spirit complex more so than mind. <clears throat> and from that vantage point, one sees and knows that one is not the mind. The mind is a vehicle and a function, but not um, the agent that does. And that's where Don got tripped up a lot, talking about um, kind of um, personifying, personalizing in a certain sense. It's not personalizes, personifying almost the archetypes and say, does the spirit, you know, does the matrix of mind do this and the, and the, the, the catalyst of mind does that. <clears throat> these, these are functions of the mind complex that are associated with evolution of mind or the evolution of being in 3D. Yeah, yeah, um, that would be um, mind arrogating to itself some presumption that it is of the spirit complex. <laughs> and so that, that would not be helpful. The point is, um, um, just keep um, working with love wisdom. Seeing, thinking clearly, um, accepting personal process as much as possible, totally. Um, <clears throat> and forgiving and getting beyond, you know, blame. But, but um, just consider that you really are not this mind. And um, there, is a, there is a dwelling uh, for mind in being that recognizes one is not mine. <laughs> That's a spirit complex and of higher self. So, um, I think that's enough for now. Come so thank you again, and uh, always an interesting discussion, and I'm glad um, you're going deeper, it's getting deeper. So take good care, see you next time, happy 2018, and good night. <laughs>